0: We never walked on the moon Elbows ain't dead
1: You ain't going crazy It's all in your head It's all interpretation Oh my To find the truth You gotta read between the lines Damn it, Bobby. Work out your own salvation You are the messed up white people Your path is hard to find Heaven's more than a place It's a state of my mind
0: that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Jerry, just remember it's not a lie if you believe it. You should never be allowed to talk to people. There
1: is a fine line between genius and madness
0: human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Masses
1: God bless America.
0: Welcome into the uh, Mark and Mag Show podcast. As we chase down 2024 presidential election, we started this madness when there were 257 Republicans wanting the nomination, <laughs> <laughs> seven Democrats, three independents, and a party in an imperatory. And uh, I gathered, you know, it was funny, Mark, I uh, I was standing outside of, uh, the other day and I saw smoke signals going up and I was like, is the house on fire? What's going on? <laughs> it's Marianne Williamson. That's the only means she had to re- say she was out of the thing. Everything else she does. She smoke now. So. Oh, She's out of the God. race. Yeah. Oh, really? Was she ever really in it? Come no. on. <laughs> no, it was the old Pat Paulson thing. You got no chance yeah. to win. Come on. Yeah. But remember, Shirley Chisholm used to do that back mm-hmm. in the seventies. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so how crazy. are you, Marky Mark? Everything good? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. You were telling um, me about uh, a Kamala Harris
1: comment that popped up on uh, the 5 is yeah, that what I, it is Yeah, it was on the 5 yesterday on Fox News I and I uh, I watched this go by and I thought wow, she said that really well. Uh, okay. Emily Campagno. Uh, th- they were talking about the possibility of of Joe Biden actually not being the uh, the candidate because there's you know, there's they've got time to pull him and replace yes. him because th- and as we talked about the other day It looks like they've just said, oh, bleep it, just, you know, let him make a fool of himself and we'll just we'll just pull somebody else out of the woodwork and put them in there. You know, that's what it's starting to look like because he's looking worse and worse and worse. And one of the one of the people that is the people are floating out there, of course, is going to be Kamala Harris because she is the vice president. If he's incapable of compete, uh, of doing the job, the person who slides into the chair is going to be the vice president. That's how it works. <laughs> and... And here's what she said about that. But what frightens me more than anything in life,
0: including the the vice president, Kamala Harris, actually being president, is what would instantly happen if he was moved out of the way. As Phil Klein wrote, wrote for the National Review, what would happen is she would go in a heartbeat from a sideshow that just rambles on, word salad, totally incompetent, to the first female president. And the the, the musical celebration of her from the mainstream media would oh reach gosh. saturation levels. And all of a sudden...
1: That's all you would need to know is the first female president, African-American female, and it's her against Trump. And all of all of her incompetence, her failures, her not showing up, everything that's in the vessel of nothing glossed over, glossed over. Yeah. that is my worst nightmare. <laughs> and she's absolutely right. Wow. That's exactly what would happen if Kamala Harris was put into that into the, uh, the that chair behind the resolute desk in the White House. That's what would happen. Everything, all of her incompetence, the fact that nobody wanted her to be a candidate for president, and she dropped out before the first debate. All of that, her her incompetence, her not showing up to certain things, none of it. The word salad speeches she makes, her self-important attitude when she speaks to the public, none of it would matter. The only thing that would matter was she's the first female president, and on top of that, she's. African-American. Yeah. That's all that would matter. And going up against her would be like, I, it would be like assassinating a president. Yeah. It, it, would, really it would be just like dealing with the first four years of Obama. Yeah, exactly. Well, Everything you say is because you're a racist yeah. and you're a misogynist. Yeah. That's it. Well,
0: there we are. So
1: that's it. <laughs> um, I'm definitely scared.
0: Uh, about are the future of our country. It, not scared like I'm, you know, in the corner, sucking my thumb like oh, yeah, Jim, yeah. you know, uh, Baker. But it bothers me that this is where we are. It does. Yeah. It, it's you're gonna tell me this is the best we got. I mean, this yeah. is where we are. We've got an old man who likes to touch little kids and smell their hair, and we've got an incompetent woman who has said things that are just ridiculous that she's yeah. actually said out loud. And I'm thinking, I we all have. Uh, the ability to monitor what we say before we say it. And the way that she's always talking down to people, like she's saying the most important thing in the world. And you know, you have to use a fork when you're eating a a baked potato, because (laughs) if you use your knife and you try to, it just won't work. It it just won't work. And I know you don't understand this because you haven't seen it yet and you haven't done (laughs) it, but I have, I have been there. I've done it. And I know, and by the way, (laughs) You don't want to use a spoon either because <laughs> that spoon is really important.
1: <laughs> You're right.
0: It's like she the thing about solar power, you know, yeah. you just carry your solar yeah. panel, unroll it. And you got power. She really yeah. thinks that I think she still thinks that Mark yeah, and I'm thinking probably does. that would be great. And I would live in that world. I would mm-hmm. buy tickets to watch that happen, but it's yeah. not because I I don't know. I, studied science a little bit. It was mandatory in high school. In junior high, you learned this about solar power for crying out loud. Yeah, Yeah, I I remember those days in seventh and eighth grade. Barely, but I do remember that that's not how it works. And as an adult, I certainly know the difference between AC and DC power and that solar power for a lot of the country doesn't work in general. Now, it would work in the desert, but not in the way she is suggesting. It doesn't. If it did, Mark, we'd all be doing it. If it did, can you imagine if her world was real? Oh, if mm-hmm. her, if you could just take your solar panel and just unroll it, hook up some wires, and you've got power no matter yeah. where you are on the planet. If you've got access to the sun, you've got immediate power that's pouring out. All you got to do is have the right power strip, and you're connecting your big screen in the middle of the woods. Holy mm-hmm. moly! Well, oh yeah, maybe the roof the of your car, the, woods.
1: the roof of your electric car could be nothing right. but solar cells, and you'd never you'd have never to have go to charge stop. it up.
0: Yeah. No, it would just be constantly charged. It you doesn't need to charge because it has constant power. Right. But that's not how it works. No, no. <laughs> it doesn't work. Like and would somebody please explain it to this person who thinks that yeah. they're second in line. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time I turn the news on for something, there's something about Joe Biden and it's worse, Mark. Yeah, basically. Yeah, right. And I've said this before. I don't want to pick on this man. Yeah. I don't. I'm tired of it. It's just he's an old man. He has yeah. been. Everybody gets old at a different time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, in Moneyball when they look at Billy Bean and say, "You know, Billy, we're all told at a certain age that we can't play the children's game anymore." For some, it's twenty; some is thirty; some is forty. But we're all told you're you know you have to make that choice for yourself, and mm. that's how I feel about Biden. Some people are old at sixty. I have yeah. seen people at sixty that, for whatever reason, they're on oxygen, a walker, yeah. and a little dementia setting in, yeah. While there's others that are still working as CEOs of companies and running the world at 75 and 80, it just uh, you know it, it's in the gin. And comparing Biden to Trump, age-wise, Trump doesn't seem to have the same issues that Biden has. Mm-hmm. He's a couple of years younger, but oh, no, he you know.
1: definitely doesn't have the same issues. The Biden and there are people, I mean, There are people. There's a there's a guy whose uh, videos I've been watching uh, lately, a, a, about guns, second amendment stuff. Yeah. And he is, uh, he's 78 and I wouldn't have known it if he hadn't said, you know, when I was born in 1946, Yeah, you know, (laughs) he said something about that. And I thought he's 78. Oh, wow. Wow. He's sharp. He's so sharp and he handles the, you know, he handles the gun without flinching and, you Mm -hmm. know, he's, he's got a a great grip and he's, he's controlling it. And, and the guy is, the guy is almost 80 years old right? and he's out there making YouTube videos right. at least one or two a week talking about these new guns, reviewing them and, and mm. giving his opinions and such. And that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely that's, amazing. That's what
0: I was talking about. You know, there are people like that. Meanwhile, when uh, my father-in-law died at 74, you know, mm. however, I mean, he had been old for five or 10 years at that point, yeah. you know, not really capable of working anymore old. It, again, it just all depends. You never yeah. know. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm saying. I don't want to pick on Biden because, but he is the example that you actually, you convinced me that it was true that the reason some of these politicians don't retire and enjoy their back porch time with their family is because they can't. Yeah. And they owe they and I think had Biden, I think his plan was to retire when he didn't get the presidency. He ran yeah. for it, several, but didn't because he, yeah. I, he always got kicked out by, because he was a liar and a cheat. Yeah. And, he was vice president for eight years. I think he was okay with walking away then. You know, when yeah. 2016, they were like, no, it's Hillary's turn. You know, we've yeah. had eight years. You've had eight years as VP. Take a seat. And I think mm-hmm. he was probably okay with that, but they brought mm-hmm. him back as the elder statesman of the party and put him in as president. They stole the election and there you have it. Yeah. But as irritating as all that is, that shows you they just don't care with, they've shown mm-hmm. us they don't care forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, there are people that, People I really like that, that won't admit certain things that are there, you know, like yeah. for instance, boys do not have a period <laughs> and I've got liberal I have friends that I like yeah. that actually will see Dave. You can't say that. That's not true. Yeah. Like, really? That's not true. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. I don't have them as friends anymore. Yeah. Like what I didn't you were kick talking- them to the curb and I didn't yell and scream at them. I just don't, you yeah. know, I just yeah.
1: stopped. Uh, what you're talking about, uh, retirement and yep. Biden, I you're yep. absolutely right. He that's exact. That explains the Hunter Biden stuff, the laptop mm-hmm. stuff, the 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 deals overseas. That explains all of that mm-hmm. because what he's doing is he's he's lining the nest. He's yeah. he's amassing that fortune getting that cash rolling in big money. He's that's what he's doing because he's about to step off the main stage. He's been vice president. He's had his time in the spotlight. Yeah. It's time to go. Let's retire. Let's get out of here. Rah, rah. And then they come back to him and say, yeah, we need you to run. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you're the only guy we can put up there and do this yeah. with. So you're yeah. going to have, he do says, it. no, I'm retiring. And no. they say, no, and then they sit down with him and tell him what they know about him and what all yep. you know, the dirt, and say, and they don't give him a choice. No, they you hand know? him a folder. You know, it's a, yeah. a folder
0: inside a big envelope. Here, go, go ahead and take this, Joe. Yeah, go on, go exactly. out to the garage, sit in the Corvette, and open this. Okay, Have that a few would explain minutes some to of yourself. the boxes we saw in the photographs. That was then, all. That was yep. all the
1: dirt on him. There you go. And then he comes back in the
0: house, and they're playing. Dun 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 dun. it. I'm stuck. adopt us kids presents what to expect when you're expecting a teenager learning the lingo
1: goat g-o-a-t acronym stands for greatest of all time as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner they're my fave dad you're the goat you don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit adoptuskids.org, brought to you by
0: the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Mark and Max Show podcast, continuing our uh, look at the 2024 election and covering what's happening currently, just because it does have bearing on it. Uh, Fascinating to me that I really did think. Mark the um, Democrats would find a way to prevent Donald Trump from being able to be the candidate. You know, I, I really did think they would be able to stop it before now. Um, they've been trying. <laughs> yeah, but I, the thing is, I I don't think they've been trying hard enough. I think they're going to wait because it's too far out right now. You mentioned a little bit ago that it's not too late for the Democrats to put somebody else in for <laughs> Biden should the need arise. They could do it. There's plenty of time, and I sure. think that's how they look at Trump too. I think they haven't. They've got something they're sitting on. They're not pulling it out yet. They're going to wait. Until it is too late for the Republicans, because look at it, the Republican Party. When you and I started covering this, there were plenty of candidates that we talked about. Some of them were pretty appealing, actually. Um, I I remember we were both kind of taken with Vivek Ramaswamy. I'd like to hear mm-hmm. more from him. I wouldn't want him to be president because he's not. not he has yeah. not yet. It's not time. He needs to serve in. He needs to serve in a governmental capacity for a while first, because what happened to Trump will happen to anybody else who doesn't who doesn't have the ability to negotiate Washington DC. Um, that's why when Trump was elected mm-hmm. and he didn't have any of those allegiances, there was nobody on the Republican side or the Democrat side that owed him anything really. Yeah. And that's how you get things done. You owe, I owe, we work it out. And that's where a lot of problems happen. But Nikki Haley is still running the, you know, for the nomination. I think she's thinking, Hey man, if Trump becomes ineligible to run It doesn't matter that I only have that I'm negative in the field, that people are like, I will vote for Biden before I vote for you. That doesn't matter. I've still got an R behind my name. I'm still on
1: Mm -hmm. the ballot. You know, that
0: I I think Nikki Haley might be holding on for that.
1: Yeah, I I think I think there are elements of the Republican Party that are keeping her in the race because because they don't want Trump to be the nominee. Right. And they are they're just saying, okay, you are our insurance policy. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. Because the Democrats have still got something up their sleeve, and when they finally launch that torpedo, we need somebody, and you're it. Right? I think that's what's going on. But <laughs> there are people that like you know there they are people who are asking why are you still running? Right. I mean why? <laughs> By the way, I'm a Nikki. I like Nikki Haley. Yeah, yeah, she's okay, but
0: I mean we're yeah. not pals. We don't have dinner or anything. Yeah, just, <laughs> I like her at the United Nations. You know, she seemed to have yeah. uh, some stones on the international stage, well, and. Uh, I just Granted,
1: you know, Trump put her there. Huh? I, I remember. I remember when he put her, he, he said her to the be the representative to the U.N. I, I wondered, what did she do to take him off? Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible job. I mean, <laughs> then anyway, yesterday, Fox News channels uh, on on America's reports. Anchor John Roberts asked Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley. Why? continue in the race when she'll likely lose badly in her home state of South Carolina. He asked her, he said, he said, last question, just on that whole point of South Carolina, new CBS poll out shows that Donald Trump is 35 points ahead of you. Now he's increased his lead. And here's a question I have. We're just a little more than a week away from South Carolina at the moment. It looks like you're going to go into that contest and lose badly in your home state, which would forever be a cloud over your political career. Why go through with it? She says, so first of all, that's what they said before New Hampshire, and I got 43 percent of the vote. Our polls do not show that that is not what we're saying. The, our polls do not show that. That is not what we're saying. And we're going to close that gap. More than that, you're asking me about my political career. That's the problem with politics. Donald Trump's worried about his image. Joe Biden's worried about worried about his image. I'm not worried about mine. I'm worried about the future of America. I'm worried about my kids and what country they grow up in. I'm worried about your kids and what country they grow up in. This isn't personal. It's not about me or what happens to me. This is about the fact that if we don't see how bad this can get, it's already bad. If we don't become part of the solution and realize that we can change it, that's the problem. I'll say again, don't complain about what happens in a general election if you don't play in this primary because Donald Trump cannot win a general election. Uh, She adds, uh, he's already said he's going to spend more time in court than on the campaign trail. He spent 50 million of campaign contributions towards his personal court cases. The RNC is broke. Republicans will not win if you continue down this path. The reason Donald Trump wants me to get out so badly is because he wants help paying his court fees. That is not the job of the RNC. That's not the job of the taxpayers. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. And there was somebody else who said that as well, who's no longer in the race. But you're talking about just, he's just using all this campaign funding to pay his court fees. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen his checkbook. I haven't seen how the money is being handled. I don't know that that's true. Yeah. I do know that it is an argument being made by politicians against him. And because that is an argument being used by politicians against against him, I tend to doubt it. Right. <laughs>
0: Yeah It could
1: be absolutely true, but the people delivering the message make me doubt the message. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes you should shoot the messenger.) <laughs> <laughs> Not literally.
0: No. <sighs> Please I'm, people. You know, Mark, when when we started looking at the candidates, you know, there was a it, we started off early enough to know that we didn't know where the Trump wind was going to blow. And even now, uh, we don't have any more clarity because of what has happened with uh, you know Fannie in uh, Fulton County, uh, Georgia, Mm -hmm. in Atlanta, Uh, not knowing how that's going to turn out, or anything else for that matter. It's just a really frustrating thing to look at. I'm reminded of that movie, My Fellow Americans, and uh, it was with um, Dan Aykroyd was one of the guys in the movie. It was one of those movies that you know you kind of wonder how did this get pitched and who decided because it's it's like. I don't know what your theatrical um, I mean, I liked it and it was an enjoyable film, but I'm not your movie guy. You know, I'm not the yeah. guy that's going to the theaters to watch this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll wait for, I can watch, you know, there's nothing that need that requires a big screen. It's not like, it's not an event film. It's actually yeah. a very witty comedy uh, about politics in Washington, DC acted wonderfully by some, you know, Jack lemon, um, James Garner, They were the two ex-presidents, one's a Democrat, one's a Republican They get together. And anyway, it's just a a very interesting film for me. Mm. But I wonder because there's no, you know, sex, violence, drugs, rock and roll and all that. How did this movie get made? Oh, it was because it was the Clinton years and the talk about presidents and who they are away from the uh, stage. And that was what this movie was about, you know, and it was very funny. I liked it. Um, Okay. Anyway, um <laughs> it just I, I think about a movie like that getting made and how how people behind the scenes make things happen. Hmm. And you know, as you've pointed out so many times with Biden that somebody else is doing this. And, oh yeah. Um and I have to wonder if that's the problem with the Republican Party and Donald Trump is that you know, him making a decision that the Republican Party has to change out, you know, its leadership, uh I can't imagine they're happy with him making that call, the Republican mm. party, those who have been in line, you know, a lot of politics is being there. You know, I've been here, I've, I've been here for 25 years. I've done everything you've asked. And it's my turn, which is not the best way to run things. Cause there are a lot of people who have been supported for a long time, but aren't competent to drive your car to get gas. You know, yeah, yeah. just cause you've been there doesn't mean you deserve it. There are those who think that, but that's not how I look at it. Mm. I just kind of, that's why I, I wonder, about the establishment Republicans. I know they don't like him, but do they really care about our country or do they care about their party? Hmm. It's like a I, church denomination thing.
1: It is, which is why I keep referring to it as a religious thing mm-hmm. because, yeah. you know, I've re- I've referred to these people as the, uh, the corrupt priesthood of a religion they no longer associate with really, right. you know, <laughs> <laughs> How funny, <laughs> they keep talking about the uh, the conservatism and being Reagan Republicans oh. and and all of that. And and the thing is that that we need to go way way back beyond Reagan to really get the grip on what it means to be an American, not just a conservative, but American, an American, and the the values that we we should share based on the way our nation was founded. And these people that want to change everything argue that the Constitution is a living document. No. No, it's a legal document. It doesn't right. change. It's not a living document. It's uh, a legal. It's a right. it's big a legal difference, document. there, friend. Yeah, it's a big difference. You know, you can't just reinterpret it to suit the times. It was written for specific reasons by people with a lot of a lot of experience and knowledge, a lot more than you and I do today. Basically, basically because the way we were educated back then was a lot different than we are educated today, mm-hmm. and people know a whole. People were able. Mm. grammar school kids could do math that high school kids can't even fathom today, you know, you know, And and to be fair,
0: I remember when I was in college, I saw my mom's report card from high school. It was like her 10th or 11th grade in high school and saw a report card and saw the classes she was taking in high school. And they were classes. I was going to be taking in college the next year. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's how it isn't just this. Gener- it, it has been going on. The dumbing down of America has been going on for
1: a long time, playing to the lowest common denominator. And and now we're graduating students, graduating students from high school who have no reading comprehension right. yep. and no math comprehension. They're one graduating. of the things, you know,
0: one of the things in Alabama, um, rightly or wrongly, I think it's rightly, but um, they now have, because in Alabama, like every other state, children have been passed and moved along rather than taught. And, you know, you've got the group thing. So you got 30 children in a room and at the end of the day, you are going to have some that are going to fail. But in the past, they've just, if they, unless they had some type of disability that allowed you to put them on a different, uh, graduation plan, you know, where they have, they do have a graduate diploma for those who are mentally challenged or special. Mm. Uh, they do not have the ability. They, they, it shows they attended and they graduated with this special diploma. Right. They, all right. Unless you're on that scale. If you're in the others, the regular one, they will just move you along. They can't afford to stop down and deal. They're already dumbing down the entire class. They cannot stop it for somebody who yeah. is using their head as a hammer. And so <laughs> now what, <with>, you know, <laughs> put a helmet on, right? So, yeah, <laughs> Now what they've done in Alabama is they've reversed that. They found out they were graduating far too many people, in particular adults, I mean uh, athletes, that, <laughs> look, little Johnny can play ball, mm-hmm. but little Johnny can't read. Right. And when little Johnny goes to college, he can't play. Right. Because he can't, you know. And they yeah. started cracking down at the college level. They went with Prop 48 for a long time. Now in Alabama, they've actually made third grade the, the break point. A child has to be reading by third grade or they don't mm. move up. This is a big deal because what happened is they instituted it and didn't grandfather it in slowly. <laughs> so um it was decided that on such and such date and time, boom, this goes into play. So if your child was past that, they move along, they're not under this. So fourth, fifth, sixth grader who can't read keeps moving along. Ah, uh, but if you've got a K through three. They start testing them first grade and second grade. And if they're not on track to be able to read by the end of third grade, they don't just hold them back after third. They hold them back in first. Mm. They hold them back in kindergarten. And the reason is so they don't have an, a massive log jam at third grade. When yeah. half the children can't read where they have to, if you stop them at third grade, now your third grade class just went from 90 children, 30 in three different classes to 180. Yeah, You know? And so that was a real issue. They actually had to back up and punt, uh, hmm. but that's what they're doing in Alabama, trying to get, and it's, by the way, it's being done in Tennessee and other states. Uh, Alabama didn't create this. They're copying something that was successful elsewhere and implementing it, and yeah. the reason I know this, I have a grandson that is in this issue, and we had a problem because he has aprexia. Oh. Uh, aprexia is a, uh, it's, um, you're not on the scale, uh, you know, the, Autism spectrum, sc- spectrum yeah. rather. Yeah. yeah. You're not on the spectrum, but it's there. Uh, autism is a speech related thing where the brain, the tongue, it just has trouble working together. Right. Oftentimes yeah. coupled with ADD, ADHD, uh, you get the picture and, uh, Braylon, we found out, you know, he <laughs> math doing it in his head, just like his old man, uh, mm. great. His grand old man, me. And the problem is you have to show your work. That's been a problem all along. Uh, I went through it, um, I taught all my children to do math in their head and to use their fingers yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. <sighs> but you have to also teach them how to show their work too. And so I forgot to do that with Bray. And so, Oh no. Yeah. But anyway, well, all right. Just to give you an idea of how I do this with my children and math, yeah. um, whatever game they find fascinating, whether it was baseball, wrestling, basketball, pool, whatever it is uh, with Braylon, it's been pillow fights. All right. I put numbers, associate numbers with each thing we play. Like I'll give you an example, pillow fighting Braylon. We both get a pillow and he can hit hard cause he's very strong, but 20 points for a head hit, clean head hit uh, 10 points above the waist, five points below the waist, one point for a foot. And the whole idea is to keep a running tally. And, mm-hmm. Oh, and then we have, you know, takeaways. If you do, if you hit while the guy's down, things like that. So it's addition and subtraction in a game form. And, he just wants to hit you with a pillow, but now I'm teaching him how to do his math in his head as he goes along. And by the way, doing it fast, uh, it starts off slow and you build doing that. I did that with all my kids in whatever game thing they wanted to do. That's what I've done. And so he took his test, uh, la- week before last, um, the standardized test for their, that they're doing. And he didn't miss a question, but they said, we have a problem. Uh, he didn't show his work and I uh. my and yeah. And so, It really messed. They're like, well, we can't do this. And I'm like, how about let's get creative here. Give him an oral exam. If if he's not showing his work, give him a pen and paper to sit in front of you and give him the test in front of you to see how he's coming up with it. Because if he can do it in his head, he's able to do it. You have to pass him. You cannot hold him back like he can't do it. That's ridiculous. Actually, if he doesn't have to follow your, because their stupid way of doing it out. Oh, my gosh, Mark circle these three little Indians and that fourth one. And it's when, you know, the one in the middle is on the right and you forget your dead. you didn't carry the three. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, but that's where we are in, you know, mentioned, uh, you know, what schools are doing and how things have gone in a really weird direction because of our elected leaders. And that's why this is an important election, but every election is important all the way back to the, you know, the most basic, board of education city council seat mayor election you have in the town in which you live but we've got to get back to a paper ballot and you know count the papers every it's not eating the elephant in one big bite you eat the elephant one bite at a time you're not counting 180 million votes well 120 million do you really think you had to count joe biden's 80 million votes no mm-hmm. way jose
1: Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's
0: the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay.
1: Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hey Mark, yes. one
0: funny thing about aprexia. Yes, my grandson, um, when he was in kindergarten, they were uh, singing "Baby Shark." It's a oh. horrible song. <laughs> oh my gosh, "Baby Shark," doo, 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 doo. Paw, yes. paw, Shark." Doo. Okay, well Braylon, right. they were doing it, and I didn't know what it was, and so Braylon, it was aprexia. Um, like I'll give you an example, Wait, shark. It, huh? No, dude, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> Yeah, I do have it here. (laughs) Of course you do. But he came, we were singing that, okay? And he was, because with apraxia, he thinks he's saying the, he's saying the word the way his brain hears it. Yeah. And when he was singing baby shark, he was singing baby fart, fart, (laughs) okay? I thought he was saying fart, baby fart. I thought that's (laughs) what he was saying. And I was like, (laughs) please tell your mother, I did not teach you that, you know, I get blamed for everything. And, but anyway, that's when I started learning about apraxia really, you know, because up until then it was just kind of something in my head. But anyway, I found out and then realized, and even now, even now I'm, he's, he's uh, a honor roll, but there are still issues that he has to overcome on a daily basis because of the apraxia. It's fascinating stuff. But anyway, I just, wanted to finish on that note that there are children that are special needs and they are not special needs wearing a helmet, you know, and right, I can't yeah, say the R yeah. word. I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but you know, I, I think these generalities of saying little people and special are ridiculous yeah. that we ought to, if we're going to label people, like I don't agree with saying somebody is an African-American actor. Yeah. They're an actor.
1: You're right. I yeah. shouldn't
0: be, you know, white, Scottish, yeah. Rosacea phase. that that just divides us, separates us into camps. Is what it does. I hate that. I
1: always have talking about education. uh, We, you know, my wife has uh, Jane Mm -hmm. has for years been sort of on the side helping to tutor a couple of kids, uh, a couple of inner city kids, Mm -hmm. and that that we have a relationship with families for various reasons, and they needed some help. And she said, "Sure, I'll help them with reading or with." you know, English or whatever, I was helping him out. And, and that kind of, kind of snowballed into other things. Mm-hmm. So she was helping him with a lot of stuff. And one of them really is, he has, he has a learning disability, a serious right. learning disability. And he's managed to graduate from high school. Wow. With that learning disability. But honestly, I mean, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. It, it, if he had to go through the same process in the classes and the same the same standards that every other student did, he wouldn't have. Right. And then he graduated college the same way. He came out of college the same way. Wow. And now he's in a master's program. Ah, and That's a problem. And, and I got to be honest with you. We both love the guy. Yeah. Really do. Yeah. But if he gets a master's degree, mm-hmm. then... We should write on walls everywhere. This college education's worthless. <laughs> I know the college you're talking about, Mark. Yeah. And you yeah. know, I actually thought,
0: um, <laughs> thought about getting a degree. Maybe we from should there. anyway. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's what up.
1: they're learning about history ain't history. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: Uh, All right, Mark,
0: let's move on before we both get in trouble.
1: Oh, yeah, we uh, would. Yeah. Well, it looks like a lot more people believe Trump is going to defeat Biden in the uh, 2024 matchup than the other way around. More individuals believe former President Trump is going to defeat Biden um, regardless of their personal preference, according to the latest survey from The Economist and YouGov. The survey asked respondents, regardless of who you prefer, who do you think would win the presidential election if Joe Biden were the Democratic candidate and Donald Trump were the Republican candidate? While Trump leads Biden by one point in a head-to-head matchup, Biden led Trump by one point last week, far more are confident that Trump would ultimately emerge as the victor. According to the survey, 43% believe Trump would win, compared to 36% who believe Biden would win, a difference of seven points. One in five, 20% remain unsure. Further, the survey found Republicans more confident than Democrats that their nominee would emerge as the winner. 81% of Republicans believe Trump would win compared to 75% of Democrats who believe Biden would win. 9% of Democrats believe Trump would win. 7% of Republicans believe Biden would win. Independents are far more confident. 41% believe Trump would win compared to 26% who said the same of Biden. 33% in that group remain unsure. Where are all these unsure people coming from? That's what I'm gonna. <laughs> what are they doing every day? Yeah. <laughs> what are they eating for breakfast? The survey was taken February 4th through 6th among uh, a little over almost 1,600 adult U.S. citizens. In an exclusive interview with Breitbart News, Trump cast doubt on the prospect of facing Biden in November. Quote, he's a cheater. He's a scoundrel. He's a bad guy. Um, but in his life, he's always been able to convince people he's this really nice guy. I laugh when they say Trump is the evil one and he's the nice one. That's the one thing he's been able to do. All you have to do is look at his credentials. When you compare him today to 15 to 20 years ago, he's a different kind of guy. The guy can't talk. The guy can't put two sentences together. So I do think this, I cannot believe he's going to be the nominee. I hope he is, but I can't believe he's going to be the nominee. So Trump says, (laughs) and that kind of goes back to what we started out with, which is, which is who is actually going to be the nominee because they've got, they've got up even up until the convention, they could announce somebody different at the convention, right. You know, between now and the convention, they've got all that time and they can just let Biden flap in the breeze until he falls off the flagpole and, <laughs> <laughs> and they've got to replace him. And if, if it's, if it's Kamala Harris, then we're back to what Emily Campagno said. It wouldn't matter how incompetent she is. It wouldn't matter the fact that she's got no qualifications. It wouldn't. None of it would matter. Nothing would matter. The fact that she slipped her way into into her position in California wouldn't matter. The fact that nobody wanted her on the ticket and she dropped out before the first debate uh, four years ago, that none of that would matter. The fact that she was only chosen because she was female and black as, as the vice president wouldn't matter to the voters because they would all believe the song and dance <gasps> right. she's the first female president of the united states and she's african-american that's all they would care about
0: and that's why you've got to be more informed and know what's going on that's mm-hmm. we all have to otherwise you know <laughs> I, I i'm blown away by it i really am yeah. it yeah. bothers me beyond the pale that this is where we are mm-hmm. we're better than this we are
1: yeah but are we Are we better than this? Because, I mean, we voted for Obama twice. Actually, we voted, I would say we once, and then a lot of people did twice, and somehow he still won. (laughs) There you have it. (laughs) Thank you very much. We never walked on the moon. Elvis ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head.